I should do outtakes for these one day. Anyway, hello and welcome to the Phil Swallow podcast on Thursday the 5th of May 2022. Hope you're doing well. The sun is shining and it's nice and warm outside. This is episode 114, opening up the research and a little picture of some books and obviously all will be explained as we go through the show. Now, still no music, uh, didn't even get a, a chance to try and find some uh, or confirm choices of tracks. Do wonder whether I should hum something, but that's probably going to be really bad for production quality. Anyway, so, but if you have a look at my notes, uh, which are, you know, the little kind of bullets of what's in the show, which are in every podcast service uh, that I share my podcast on, whether that's Apple or Spotify or Amazon or whatever, you'll see that the first three items are Walking Little Heath Woods, number one, number two, number three. Number two's got one exclamation mark, number three's got two exclamation marks, and I'm going to lead with that story as to why I went for a walk in Little Heath Woods three times in four days. Not a massive woods, never been there. It features in the Selsden, or the Explore Selsden Croydon Neighbourhood Walk leaflet, which is the sort of framework for the Selsden Walk and Talk video, which I hope to film tomorrow, fingers crossed. Um... And what I wanted to do was to sort of break the two down. Uh, so do the walk in the woods element. And so anyway, let's let's get to it. So the first time I met, <coughs> met my daughter on Thursday evening, it was a bit overcast. It had been nice during the day. And we're in bluebell season, so, it'll, you know, kind of look, looks good. And we followed the track of the, the Explore Sales to Walk. And it was, it was overcast throughout. I still filmed... Um, you know, it, it looks a bit flat. These modern cameras with very small sensors, you do need to have the best light you can to get the best quality. And I kind of did it, played with an edit, and then left it. Didn't really think too much more of it. Did some other bits and pieces on Friday. Can't remember what. And on Saturday, Sue and I went for a walk. Well, we said it. You know, the weather was improving. We said, oh, why don't we just go out for a walk this afternoon? clear the air a bit. So we went to Selsden again and the weather forecast was, or the weather, was better. Uh, it was sunnier, it afforded a better look, a uh, really nice sky as well, one of those kind of, I call them the Simpsons, you know, the white clouds and blue sky. Technical cloud people can please let me know what they are, but you know, is it cumulus or something? Anyway, that's not what this is about. It was very nice and sunny and the sun shone through and I was able to get some nice footage. So went through there, tried a few different things out. Some worked better than others. And it was really to, I guess, familiarise myself again, just capture something that I've got for the record. Just a series of kind of short filmed clips. And we had a nice walk, we were heading back and then Sue came along with her camera. Well, I'd already said she came along, but she bought her camera She's got a little Nikon D5600 and a macro lens. Sue likes doing macro photography. And she's not done it for a while. And we went for it to to give it a go. And she got some nice pictures, which is good. And then just as she was getting the stuff together, you know, lens cap on and all that, she noticed that the lens hood was missing. And it was, uh, what do we do now? I mean, it's a lot, a lot of the time people probably walk past this. I wouldn't even know what it is. And... Um, we went a certain distance round again, but we were getting a bit kind of tired and hungry and whatever by then. So we left it. And I did 
mentioned it to a couple of people and I put it on a Facebook group and um, yeah, it was all a bit bit messy. And then, so that was walk number two um, on the Saturday with Sue. On the Sunday, it was cloudier. Actually, it was a bit drizzly. It was a bit naff, really, the weather. And was that Sunday or was that Monday? No, that was Sunday. That was Sunday. Um, and we decided that we would... Uh, no, we didn't decide. I decided that I would go again because Sue was busy. She had some acting stuff in the diary. And I would, because it was overcast, I felt that might make it stand out better. This is a round kind of disc the size of a small lens. It's a hood, it screws on, it's round. I don't know what else you'd describe it as, a very large bottle top with a hole in it. Yeah, there you go. And I, when I went through to trace my, ah, no, rewind. So in the morning, I'd edited the footage that I took. So this is the sunny footage. Hope you're keeping up the sunny footage that I've taken on Saturday. And I was actually quite happy with it. And I felt there was the framework of a video that I could put out, short one. Whilst doing that, a couple of times I caught Sue on camera, although that wasn't the aim of the video, but I could see that the hood was attached. So I had a timing for the clip when we knew that the hood was still attached and we knew roughly, because it's not a massive wood and we stayed to the paths, we knew roughly where we were at any given time, roughly, you know. Fast forward to Sunday, decided to meet Hannah up again. She had to take the dog for a walk. And I realised that when we'd done an initial step tracing on on Saturday itself, we'd missed a bit because there are something like 13 entrances to this place. And obviously we didn't see all of them. But I I went further uh, back to to this kind of point where we last saw the lens, sorry, the lens hood on the lens. I hope this sounds like great radio. And initially, no joy, even though it was overcast, a little bit wet. Uh, so it did make for it potentially to stand out more. And Hannah had decided to take a separate pathway back. And I said, look, before I go back on the main path, I'm just going to... I knew that we'd taken a tangent in this particular place. It was a very high point in the woods. There was a and a very old tree laying down, quite a mature tree, and there was some nice beech trees. It was one of those nice open, kind of fairly clear ground place places. And there was a couple on, on a bench just sitting down having a you know five minute breather. And I just had I'm lo- I'm looking around my head down, you know, very active looking. And I just kind of come away from that spot, looked down, and there it was, in the middle of the woods, in in a whole kind of bed of old leaves, dead leaves. Uh and I was overjoyed. It was a bit damp, but pff, you know these things are—they're made of plastic with a bit of kind of felt on the inside. They, you know, it's not damaged, shall we say? I was absolutely overjoyed. <laughs> I mean, if you get the full original from a Nikon dealer, brand new, it's something like thirty-four quid. So, you know, um, eBay you can probably get them for about half that. But I almost didn't want the aggro of that. And also, it it would never degrade, biodegrade this thing. It would just be kind of there. Uh, so very pleased. Yes, it was in an open area. It was on a path or a kind of pathway, a, a clearing. You'd call it a mini clearing, really. And uh, so the various sites that I'd posted it to and the various people I've messaged, I kept them updated. They were probably not quite as 
as, as excited as I was that we'd found it, but we did. So a really happy end to that story. And that explains why we visited Little Heathwoods three times. And then on the Sunday evening, I think it was, I put out a video, it's about a minute and a half, 4K, just to music. Um, got a little bit of wildlife in there with a the bee buzzing around on a oh, yellow archangel flower and some other bits and pieces. And um, it got shared on a few local groups, and which is nice. People do that. People comment. The, the views were quite quite good quite early on. Um so that was that, and then on Monday it was cameras at the ready. Although I just took my camera this time. We went on the wildflower walk over at Kendy Common, run by the City Commons team, and that was really great fun. I uh, learnt a lot about wildflowers and the the sort of history of the land up there. So it's basically the field. Kelly Aerodrome is on this plateau, very large sort of plateau for the whole airfield, and then as it falls away a, around there, where they had like gun defences and that in the wall, that's where they got the wildflower fields that have. You know, probably were scrubbed many years ago and they've been cleared and now they can be used for grazing to keep the grass down but the flowers thrive in, in the chalky chalky grassland so uh, yeah a bit of photography we did there that was from mid to late morning until about half twelve then we had a nice lunch appointment um, Harrow Pub Children or Cape on the Hill and then we went and saw my mum and Sue and I were both kind of falling asleep at that point because um, it had been quite active so that's really cool. Now, prior to all of this, so back on Friday, I, I do sometimes get these ideas that just come into my head. Wouldn't this be good if? Uh, some of them may not be good if. But with this one, I think there's potential. And it was it was about why do I keep research to myself when I'm doing the videos? I mean, why don't I make them a bit make the research a bit more public? So I set up a Facebook group. Uh, to achieve this, which is the Croydon Local History Research Group. And I put a little link in the show notes. Feel free to jump on if you have an interest. And um, it's a way to sort of share the conversation. Uh, I did one of these kind of permanent posts of links where I go for information, and that can be updated over time. And I think it could be, over over time, uh, probably quite a valuable resource. So, And it's sort of, in a way, it helps me, I guess. Um, so that was that was good. I mean, there's the thing which kind of ties into that to a degree is the fact that I did this post on the Addington Residents Association magazine, and I had two, three email responses, and one handwritten note from a couple that were married in 1949 at St Mary's Church. So that's when my mum and dad got married locally. And they had the reception at Ye Red Knight Cafe, which is something that I saw on the map next to Gravel Hill Roundabout. And it piqued my interest, but I was never able to find anything out about it. So I put a nice little handwritten note through their door because uh, I didn't want to kind of, I don't know, confront them or whatever. And I just sort of explained who I was, that I wrote the article, and I'd love to have a conversation with them if, uh, if that's okay with them at their convenience. So waiting for... Uh, some follow-up on that hopefully um, we can get to get to meet them and um, and develop the conversation on their side if they've got information if they've got photographs it will be absolutely incredible um, so I'm I'm hopeful on on that one but it's really good you know it's only by doing these things that you and putting a bit of yourself out there and a bit of what you're interested in out there that you can get other people coming on board and there is quite a keenness 
little, little people have pockets of information, but when you join them together, you've got a story. Um, so I've, I'm kind of sharing, not in a formal way, but I'm sort of sharing where my future videos might come to, like Botley Hill is is one where there's been some sort of wartime activity, aircraft activity, um, Cold War activity, actually. So, yeah, looking to see what I can do over that side. And um, in terms of videos, that obviously the little one came out was, was part of this uh, delivery rhythm that I want to get into. And Selsden uh, will be one of those that I'll get out there fairly soon. I think it shouldn't be a, a heavy edit for that one, a walk and talk. And it's normally about what I cut out of myself and what I need to overlay. And I've got to contact Ian about the historic Croydon Airport because there's a couple of questions I've got there. And with Farthing Down, I've got that to below the hour and it might need to go further. And I'm probably going to need to go back there to do a bit of extra footage, but I may share the framework of what I've got now with Tom because he has to get some approvals for that. So that should be fun. Anyway, we've we've come to about the, I feel like I've gone through, you know, a rapid pace, but hopefully it makes it interesting and engaging to listen to. But I'm about the usual time and uh, thank you for listening. And I, um, I'm looking forward to enjoying the warm weather and to get out there filming and, uh, and roll on the summer, of course. So uh, that's it from me for now. <clears throat> and I'll talk to you in the next one.